0: God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you, you, you must be so excited. Listen now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass.
2: Posters and welcome to the last post the final word in this the most final of worlds today's episode marks the 17th of August of the year 2020 and on this date in history in 1590 the governor of Roanoke Island colony John White returned from England 3 years after leaving it to find no trace of the colonists he had left there classic losing an entire colony And in history on this day in 1787, Jews were first granted permission in Budapest, Hungary to pray in groups uh, before only being allowed to pray on their own, each finding out immediately that while they'd been praying on their own, everyone else was doing it wrong. Your guest today on the podcast is a celebrity workout maven, Nish Kumar. Welcome you and your abs back to the show. How are you? Uh,
0: uh, We are all good. Me and the (laughs) 12-pack.
2: And may I say you're looking remarkably oily.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, listen, if there's one thing I know about the audio medium of podcasts, it's that you can really hear the glisten of nipple oil.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just think it's sort of remarkably bold of you to um, have put on that much fake tan, given that you're already quite a a darkly complexioned person.
0: Well, listen, uh, when you've got it, flaunt it. And if you've got it, enhance it artificially.
2: Well, I mean, certainly you recently published an article in, uh, I think it was the Times about what you call tan touring, which is where you uh, emphasize your already, may I say, very rippling muscles by drawing around them in in darker colors of tan.
0: You know, the thing is, once you've got a 12 pack, you want people to notice it. And to be quite (laughs) frank, I was sick of having a shirt on and people not noticing my 12 pack. And now what I found is the tan lines really, uh, it (laughs) leaves a kind of oily residue on my (laughs) t-shirt. And so I'm actually able to really draw attention to it without getting my shirt off, because apparently when you do that in public, it's against the law. <laughs> Especially if you're, as I often am, full Winnie the Poohing it to get some air down there.
2: <laughs> well, I'm certainly glad that our uh, video link only shows you from the abs up. Coming up yeah, today, yeah. Nish Kumar, you'll be bringing us our top story, which is public takedown highlights. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. And in the news today, while parents in lockdown all over the Western world are confronting the fact that although our culture allows us to outsource our child-rearing, it's a lot more guilt-inducing to ignore your kids right to their faces, a whimsical mother desperate to provide entertainment for her children while trying to hold down a full-time job has invented a game she calls Bugbee, where she traps a bug under a rug, tells you it's a surprise and that you should go find it. The rules are unclear, but the winner is generally agreed to be everyone watching. And several of the outlying octopus tribes of New New Zealand have today celebrated New 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 Year, a festival where a year (laughs) is judged so dreadful they declare its ending and jump straight to another one. The celebration this year was marked by optimism, positivity and a Tentacle Time dance spectacular. Tentacle Time, although we have said this before, is the Octopus People's state-run program and airs for an hour at 6pm on all terrestrial broadcast channels, whether it is scheduled to or not, and of which all humans watching have no memory. Have you ever watched uh, any Tentacle Time, Nish Kumar?
0: I, you listen, Alice. You know that I hate those inky bastards. I've made that quite <laughs> clear from the beginning. I don't. I don't. I think what they've done in New New Zealand is disgusting, and I think it's a disgrace that we've not invaded, and, and <laughs> toppled the the tentacled Saddam or whatever his name is. I think it's a disgrace. What's and it- no, I will not engage with their entertainment.
2: Well, it is difficult. It's difficult to uh, even begin to contemplate invasion when we can't have a sense of their troop movements or interior location, given that eight out of ten of all envoys sent there do not return and the two that do refuse to talk about what they've seen. Well, exactly.
0: Um, What does that tell you? Inky pricks.
2: (laughs) I had had a boyfriend called that once. Look, not all jokes are great when they come off the top of your head. And that's all the time we have for the headlines that we don't have time for because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now because money is going to be worth nothing soon so you might as well spend it before the apocalypse. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by butter. Is your bread not slippery enough? Try butter. Butter. It's oil from a cow.
0: If it was socially acceptable, I would drink butter like weird juice. (laughs) Oh, no.
2: I'm so glad that it's not. Thanks a
0: lot, cancel culture. Jesus.
2: (laughs) And today's show is brought to you by the new book uh, currently sweeping off the shelves, Jack and the Bullet Stalk, a completely unnecessary fairy tale retelling of the JFK assassination. Other titles (laughs) in the series include Gough the Magic Whitlam, a folk song about the death of democracy in Australia, and That's One Small Schlepp for Mannheim, a sci-fi adventure in which a 1960s New York rabbi is mystifyingly drafted into the US space program. And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by conspiracy theories for when you're doing everything right, but the world is against you, a scary mass of Freemason lizard vampires, and that's why you don't have a better job. Conspiracy theories in collusion with half a glass of water. And that's your ad section for today.
1: The last post.
2: Now it's time for your top story. Top story today brought to you by Nish Kumar is public takedown highlights. Nish, uh, you have been the victim of and perpetrator of many public takedowns in the past. What's happening in the world of public takedowns right now?
0: Yes, Alice, I am both canceller and cancelly, And so uh, who better to uh, convey the latest in public takedown news? Well, we all know that one of the uh, great trends is the uh, roast battle, uh, where uh, two comedians uh, stand opposite <laughs> each value other. value of great. Yeah, <laughs> inadverted in commas. We all know one of the inadverted commas great uh, spectacles uh, of uh, modern confrontation is uh, the roast battle. In many ways, the duel of its day, where two comedians uh, stand opposite <laughs> each other and say things like, you're stupid and... Um, you're, uh, you're from a minority, and here's a, a semi-ironic joke about said minority. And we all watch and have a great laugh, and society gets a little bit crueler. Uh, however, the new, new trend is ghost roast battles. And this is where a uh, <laughs> plucky roaster decides to absolutely, because it's easy to slam dunk the living. We can all do that. But this time, the plucky roaster will take aim at a dead person. Now, obviously, unless you have an effective medium, you aren't going to get a reply, but the uh, one-sided battle is 90% of the fun. You can take as much time as you want, slamming people who are fully dead. Hey, Francis Drake, <laughs> discover my nutsack. Shakespeare, to be or not to be, a <laughs> you chose to be. And hey, Adolf Hitler, no, I'm not doing a Hitler salute. I'm just showing you the angle at which, you can shove it up your ass, mate.
2: <laughs>
0: Ghost roast battles. <laughs> The the fun way to make fun of wider social groups that you dislike and have it covered by the veneer of irony.
2: Mm, I love a roast. Uh, I don't. I don't love a roast. I think they are a great, (laughs) great trend. If by great, you mean the abbreviation for grating.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. I I really feel like um, uh, if there's one thing that we need uh, in this dimension or the other dimension, it's uh, more televised cruelty. I really feel like if anything, that's... That's that's what's been that's what's been lacking from our discourse.
2: Certainly, <laughs> I became a comedian in order to cultivate unkindness.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. If there's one thing we all know about comedians as well, is that we've got very, very ro- the robust capacity to take jokes at our own expense. As a community, if there's one, if there's one thing, people get into comedy largely because uh, they don't like controlling the reasons people are laughing at them.
2: I I used to do it in England. I used to do a, a stand up poetry versus comedians night and the last round of this competition was poets and comedians trying to roast each other and it was like watching poets and comedians roast each other They're yeah just yeah, people yeah yeah who have absolutely that already sounds like no, a metaphor no barrier to the deep wounds in their soul that are already <laughs> present asking each other to poke them right in the hole like <laughs> not good
0: Uh, yeah it's like setting up a dog fighting ring but the only dogs who use are lady and the tramp
2: <laughs> well that's all the time we have for our top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor your letters to the editor now and remember you can send a letter to the editor by writing to us at the last post at com. this letter comes in from catherine she says dear alice and Aditi, slash, Allison, slash, Andy, slash, Anavab, slash, Charlie, slash, Christopher, slash, Josh, slash, Tiff, slash, Tom. That's you today, Nish. What the f***, mate? <laughs> you know what? F***
0: you. Roasted. Roasted. You <laughs> oh, can roast like a ghost.
2: Is that, is that that burning bready smell? Is that roast ghost or is that toast? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's... <laughs>
2: It's kind of gold I bring to a poetry versus comedian slam.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a lyrical burn.
2: Uh, Here's the letter. I want to start by confirming that I'm a huge Dancy Lagarde fan. They say you should write about what you know, and it's clear from the breadth of historical, supernatural, oceanic and horticultural plot lines that Dancy knows an awful lot. Does any writer know more penises? However, in these times of diversity counts and representations matter, I would ask you to consider the fact that the novels only ever contain creamy white breasts. I'm going to pull you up there, Catherine. That is not at all true. Uh, Famously, A Cowboy Called Home has a very interracial romance and a number of non-creamy breasts. Also, cream can (laughs) be different colors. It's a very... So essentially the premise of your letter is already stupid, but I'm going to continue to read it. Are you locked into a contract that only permits you to read reviews of Dancy's novels, or would you be willing to consider the occasional review of an author with knowledge of other breasts? Thank you for taking the time to read my letter and good luck to you, Christopher. Kind regards, Catherine. Catherine, thank you for sending in a letter. It's a stupid letter and I have uh, no respect for your fundamental premise there because it's not true. Uh, Nish, have you got anything to say to this?
0: Chocolate Cream was the name of my lounge music album.
2: (laughs) That's all the time we have for your letters to the editor. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Subscribe to get a new version of this podcast every day. And if you are in the alternate dimension listening to this, remember you also can send a letter in to our email via the glitch in the space-time continuum by writing to us <laughs> at thelastpost@somethingelse.com Your guest today on the podcast was Mr. Nish Kumar. Nish, have you got anything to plug?
0: Yes, you can watch me on Hello America, which is available on Quibi, which is available on all good app stores. And you can buy chocolate cream, uh, which is available at all terrible record stores, <laughs> sorry.
2: If you want to go back and listen to more brilliant Nish Kumar content, you can go back to episodes 2, 7, or 11 and find out more about where this giant of the workout world has emerged. The last post is an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online and at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or commit to the full Alice Fraser experience by signing up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes look at my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner. His adoring and bedazzled subordinate producers are Harriet Wells and Ped Hunter. As they and we always say, good luck to you, Christopher. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow.